0: Now we started, I, I have again, we went through a few weeks ago, a list of 30 Geri Tzedek, which I'm hoping to get to. It's going to take a while to get to all those. Now today, we're probably going to take the two uh, two Gerim who tend to be together. Big difference between them because one is very famous and one is not so famous. And they are Rus Mayavia and Naam Ahamaynis. Rus Hamayavia is the great grandmother of David Hamelech. Namoha Amoinis is one of the wives of Shlomoi Hamelech, who was from the nation of Amoin. Now, most of the wives of Shlomoi, who were converts, are seen as negatively. They actually caused him to sin, or more accurately, they sinned, and Shlomoi was not able to control them. But about Namoha Amoinis, we have brought many gemaras and midrashim that she was a wonderful woman. And it refers to her as, et etc. So now we're going to focus tonight, initially at least, mostly on Rus and a little bit on Namoho Aminus. Rus is again a great grandmother of David, and Namoho Aminus is a wife of Shleimai and a mother of Rechavant. Starting with a Gemarib of Abbasra Yudalad Amit Omar Rabbi Yoichanan, Lama Shma Rus, why is she called Rus? She yats on David, because David came from her, that he satisfied Hashem, he praised Hashem, Besiris with many songs and praise. Now we're doing a Gemara in Yevomis, Dath Ayin Zion, Omar Aleph, where the Gemara says about Rus and Naamu, Dorash Rova. The Gemara says, Rava explain. My dixiv, what is the meaning of the Posak in Hanil? In Tehillim, Kuf Zion, Actually, today is the twenty-fourth of Cheshvan, and it's in today's Yom Tehillim. And David Hamelach says in Tehillim, "Pitahta lim You opened up my reins, Maiseiroi, Rashi says are They are scraps which are used to tie the yoke to the animal. David lefnei Baruch David says before the Holy One, blessed be he. <clears throat> master of the world. Shteyi alai. There were two reigns on me, which means there were two negative things on David. There were two ancestors which David had, which seemingly were not the two people in David's family that were not very acceptable, an ancestor and a daughter-in-law. And they could have both prohibited the whole Malchus of it, because there is a posset that says, a convert from Amin and Mayov cannot marry into the Jewish people. Yet Hashem permitted it because we have in Torah Shabbat it says that it's Amini, the lay Aminis, it's only on the men from Amin and Mayav, and not the women from Amin and Mayav. And therefore, these two amazing women, Rusha Mayavia and Namoho Ho'Amanis, who married into Malchus, based of it, are both considered kosher. Now, Maiseirois, he says here, they are the straps which you tie, the yoke, okay, and Rashi brings Sheitarta Namo. you gave a special heter, for Naamo, who is the mother of Rechavom, umimena Yotsu Malchei Beis David, And many of the kings of Beis David come from her, and Hashem gave a special heter that it's Hamaini vele, Amainis meyavi vele, The Gemara in Yevamais continues. Darash Rava, Rava explained. Mai Dixiv, what is the meaning of the possek? In Tehillim, Kapitol Mem. There are many amazing things, Hashem, my God, that you did. Your uh, amazing things and your thoughts are for us. It doesn't say a lie, it says a lie to us. Uh, who does us refer to? refers to David and his grandson Rechavam, Shlema's oldest son. Melame, this teaches us, Rechavam was sitting on David's lap. Just interesting to note, there was a 69 year age difference between David and Rechavam. Rechav, David died when he was 70, so David Rechavam was one year old at David's death, so David has his little Einakel, Rechavam, and Rechavam, the grandson, is sitting on Zayda David's lap. And he says, "Um, He says, Hashem's thoughts and wonders are on us. Rechavam is sitting on David's lap. Oh, my and David says to him, These two psukim, me and Rabbi Sasisa Hashem Kai, that Hashem did all these amazing things and he intended us, that Hashem permitted the women from Amin and Mayab. The goal was to make David and Rechavam permissible. As Rashi says, Hashem's thoughts were for us. Allah, the goal was that by making Rus kosher, David Hamelech became kosher. By making Namo Ha is kosher, Rechavam became kosher. So a lie about me, says the Gemara, and on the son of my son, my grandson, my oldest grandson, Hashem planned it in the, in the positive. When you permitted the females, when Hashem decided that it's only the men from Amin and Moev that are pro- prohibited to marry into the Jewish people, but the women from Amin and Moev are permissible. Still continuing the Gemara Nyavamis. Dorash Rava Rava explained. My dixiv, what is the meaning of the Posak? Oz Amarthi, then I said, Megillah fair cost of a I came in a Megillah whole scroll written about me. Omar David David says, Ani Atabasi. I thought I just came now. I thought, since when am I around? Since the day I was born. The I didn't know. I thought that my history begins from my birth, from my childhood, but I didn't know. safer There's a scroll way back that talks about me. Kisiv, there is a posak in B'dayshus when Hashem tells Light when um, they were destroying Sidaiim, and two, two Malachim came to save Light. One to destroy Sadaim and one to save Light. And they tell him, kum kach Take your two daughters that are found. And it says "Hanimsois," And they are found. And there's another posseq in Tehillim, matso'si david avdi b'shem I have found. So again, here by Light it says "Hanimsois." And here in Tehillim by David, it says, Motsasi David Avdi. And the connection is that Hashem says, Save, Hashem wants to save, take, tells Light, take your two daughters. Because theoretically he could have only saved Light. Hashem wanted to save Light's two daughters. Because from Light's two daughters will come these two amazing righteous women, Rusha Mayavia and Naamoho aminis and actually, we're soon going to see one of the commentaries on the Medrash that it says is written in plural, because the goal was to save two people, to make two people kosher, Rus and Naamo. There's a Rashi on this Gemara, neo Marti. Rashi says, and shenimshakti. When I was anointed, I thought, ata bossin ligedula. I thought, just now, I came to greatness. Umikarav paskun ligedula. I thought just now I was given greatness, yodati, and I did not know. Shemimei Avraham Sefer already in the days of Avraham when Hashem tells Light, kum kach hanim This is a plan involving Rus Amoyavia and Namah Still on the same thing. There's a Medrash we're up to now. This is a Medrash in partial, Lechacha. There is a possek in Parshas Lech Lecha. Um, just let me see if we find where we begin. Yes, here at the source. It says, the possek says, I don't have the beginning of the possek written, but the possek in Lech Lecha, Yud Gimel possek Hey reads, Vigam l'loit hahoyleiches Avraham, for Light that went with Avram hoyotsoin ubokor, L'oit also had sheep and cattle, ve and tents, which the commentaries point out. Soin and Bokar are written Sheim um, Hamim. It says Soin, it doesn't have a plural specifically. I don't know if Sain and Bokar use a plural. It could have just said ve and tent. It says and tents, which tents refer to the, as we're going to bring a number of psukim where the one's wife refers to one's tent. There were two tents that Hashem wanted to salvage from Light's daughters, and the two tents that Hashem wanted to salvage are and therefore Hashem says for Light, in your merit, you will have tzoyinu Bakr, which is material wealth, and you will have oyholim, and the oyholim are these two amazing women who are descendants from light, who will create Malchus based David and be ancestors of Mashiach? Rus Hamayavia and Namah Hamoinis. The Kavos say similar. to a pasuk, "Kum kachas Ishticha. Take your wife as shnei bnoi secha. So oiholim. It doesn't just say oihel. It says oiholim in the plural. So Reb Yosi, Yitzchak Amar. There are two amazing women that Hashem found, and they are Rus Amoyavia Minamaho And Omar Rabbi Yitzchak says this connects to the Passock and Avdi. I found my servant David in the most unusual place. The last place that you would think David and Mashiach come from, Heichon Matsasi. Where did I find them? In Sadaim. Because from Sedaim comes these. Two amazing women who are the matriarchs of Malchus based David and Mashiach, which is Rus Amayavia and Namah Amayinus. Now the commentaries on this medrash. There's a Yafei tayar who's one of the standard commentaries on the medrash, says Shnei oy halim, What's the two tens? He says because it says Aiholim in plural. Now when you're talking about wealth. Um, the beginning of the Pasuk is that light became rich. Light had zainu or material wealth. So when you're speaking about lights, material wealth, it doesn't, so you talk about he had zainu or why do you talk about oi He had tents. And also why do we use oi Even in oi you could use the and Yochan. Therefore he says that oi therefore the Ifeitayar says the diok of the madrash is the word oi tense. tents, Refers to these two amazing converts, Rusha Mayavia, Rus comes from Mayav, who is the mother of the And generally wives are called Ayel, as there's a Pasuk that says a tent, as kiadata, ki, ki mohalecha. You should know that there's peace in your tent. And what does it mean, peace in your tent? That a person has shalom bias, has a wonderful marriage. Or there's another Pasuk, after Matantaira. Before Matan there was separation between husbands and wives, and after Matan the Yidden were told, "Shuvu go back to your tent." And we say, "Go back to your tent." It means go back to having a normal relationship of husband and wife. Vizulosam, and there's many other places where the word ayel refers to a marriage, a wife, and therefore the and therefore the uh, sign of Bakar, the Eiholim, Eiholim refers to these two amazing women, one a wife of Bayaz and one a wife of Shlamey who helped build up the Malchus based of it. Tam HaDrush, and the logic of this Drush is, Shebizchus Avraham, in the merit of Avraham, Light was a nephew of Avraham. So because of Avraham, Light had material wealth, and because of Avraham also, Hay of light who was going in his ways who was following Abram's kindness therefore light had a s'chus, a special merit that from light came these two these two amazing birds referring to again it's an expression referring to that the Jewish people will be able to cleave to these descendants of light. I actually just saw in context of this idea of a homim being the importance of a marriage, a husband and wife, I saw two interesting things. One, I was learning today about the sins of the B'nai eli, where it says over there that their sin was that the women who gave birth, which the Allah is, a woman who gives birth is obligated to bring two korbonus, and the women came to Shele to bring korbonus, and the B'nai Aili were very slow in bringing these korbonus, And amazing deposit of the various sins of the B'nai Aili, including that they took meat, and they took meat before the chaylev, before the, they did many, many sins there. And of all the sins which they did, the most serious one was, delaying the women who gave birth from coming back to their husband because it was disrupting a normal family life. A similar thing which I've seen recently that there's a letter from the Rebbe about a family, somebody who was living in England and the husband had a job in some little town and the wife wanted to go to a place which is good for the children's education, so she wanted to move with the children to Gateshead and the husband would come as often as he can and the Rebbe tells them that it's better for the chinuch of the children, that the husband and wife should be together, and the children will stay at some family in Gateshead, and the normal married life between the couple will be better for the chinuch chinuch of the children. One more similar thing, which I saw an amazing thing, and this is also connected to converts because it's connected to Yeshua, who married a convert, Rochav Hazayna, which is still on our list of converts to get to. So. It says that Yehoshua, after one of the wars, he kept the orin, shaloi b'meqayma, he didn't put the orin in the correct place, and because of that, the halacha is that when the orin is not in the right place, normal married family life is prohibited, and because Yehoshua prevented normal family life for one night, this caused that Yehoshua never had any sons, he only had daughters, he didn't have any sons, and this was a punishment for preventing Jewish children from being born. So we have over here three specific examples of this importance of a holim. So going back to, when it says by light that light had a holim, these are referring to two amazing women who are descendants of light who converted, Rusha and NaMu The that we did, The Now the eighth Yosef again, similar. as another commentary on the Medrash Rabbah says, we say that the refers to two amazing things that are found. So he says, because the word is written plural, it's two women who are descendants of light, who will be righteous converts who will convert. Another amazing now, Nun Aleph Zion, which is in Parsha HaYei This is talking about after the destruction of Sadaim. And it says over there, Vayal Leit Mitzayar Vayeshev Behor. Leit left the city of Tsayar first. Leit requested mercy. He said it's too hard for him to run all the way to the mountain. He wanted to have the city of Tsayar, which was one of the five cities. There were five cities that were supposed to be destroyed. Sadaim, Amayra, Adma, and Sayar, and light asked for mercy for Tsair. that it's a smaller city, and it's actually, Rashi brings that Sayar was settled one year later, so these two other four cities had 52 years of sin, Tsair only had 51 years. So light asked for uh, mercy for Tsair, and light went to Tsair. then he was frightened, and he left Tsair by Yeshiv Bahar. So he brings over here the Medrash Rabba brings that this is connected to a Pasik. Which David says in Tehillim Nun Zayin David Don't destroy David Don't destroy David when he is running away from Shol. He's in a cave and he's right near Shol, and Shol could have easily killed him. And David is davening for his life. So we have the similarity. Is there's a story with light in a in a cave. Light goes from Sayar and is in goes to a mountain and he and his daughters are in a cave and there's a story about David. He's in a cave and he's running away from Shaul, and Shaul is in the same cave. So David has a story in a cave and Loit has a story in a cave. Omar Lefana says the Medrash, David says to Hashem, <speaking in Hebrew> Master of the world, <speaking in Hebrew> before I enter this cave, <speaking in Hebrew> You were kind to light and his daughters when they were in the cave because one day I will be a descendant of one of Lloyd's daughters and my grandson Rechavon, will be a descendant of the other one. But now I'm in the cave. This amazing miracle you did in a cave. And now I'm in a cave. So compare my cave to their cave. And I beg you, Hashem, don't destroy it. Or the yifei which is another commentary on the madrish, he says, the meaning of this is, you saved Light and his two daughters in the cave. Why did you save Light and his two daughters? Because of Rus, which I am a descendant of Rus. As Rav says in Yavami's paraka'arel, he that the whole thing was planned for the benefit of David. Now that I am in the cave, I beg you, Hashem, don't destroy me. That's why we have over there the word in the Pasuk, it says again, going back to the Pasuk, Why is it relevant that he's in the cave? David says, you made an amazing miracle in a cave. In my merit, make another miracle in a cave in my merit. Yeah. Um, we'll take now a, another medrash. This is a uh, the next medrish still with Late and his daughters the older one said to the younger one our father is old and there's they thought they were the only people left in the world and therefore the plan was that the older one would have one night with her father and the younger one would and both of them would get pregnant and hopefully they would keep the world going I've actually seen in a the Mepharshim today, that why did they both need to do it? One would be enough. Because to keep the world going, you need at least a boy and a girl. So if one of them has a boy and one of them has a girl, and they get married, the world will continue because they thought they were the only two people left, the only people left in the world. So he says, not as they were thinking. They thought that the world destroyed like the Dairamabu. Well, the main thing I want is the next piece. We're gonna have our father drink some wine. And then it says, Unchayam me Zora we're going to have from our father zera seed. It should be nechayim me'avinu bain. it doesn't say bain. it says zera. It means that amazing shubami Shubomimokimacher. There's amazing seed that Hashem has been planting from day one, right from creation. It says, So Hashem has this amazing Moshiach seed from day one. And hopefully we, the daughters of light managed to get that Mashiach would somehow be a descendant of the daughters of light. Going through Rus's unusual lineage, Rus's unusual lineage is not just light and his daughters, but also one of the worst anti Semites we ever had, which is Balak. She's also a daughter of Eglin Melachmaya. There's an amazing Gemara in Sanhedrin which discusses Rus's relationship to Balak. Omer Rav Yehuda, Omer Rav, la oyalam yasei God and b'tayr mitzvus, afilu shelo do good things even not for the right reason. Shemitaych shelo yelishma, ba lishma, do it not for the right reason. Eventually, you'll come to do it for the right reason. Sheb'schar arboim u'stayim karbonit, shehikriv Balak. Balak made forty-two karbonit because Balak built three, had three misbahs built for Bilam and each one he brought uh, parva ayol by mizbeach, each one he he made, correction, he did in three places, he did seven mizbeachs in each one of three places, and each one he brought parva ayol. So it turned out that he had um, seven, the first time he had uh, seven mizbeachs was parva ayol, which is 14, and then the next time, seven mizbeachs, parva ayol, another 14, and the third time, another 14, so Boloch ended up making 52 carbonates, 42, correction. Boloch made 42 carbonates, three times 14. And in that merit, Yatsim Menu he merited that he was an ancestor of Rus. Leb Yaisi Barhun says, She was a daughter of Eglin, who was a king of Maya, who was killed by Eyud, one of the shifting, and Ben Benai Balak Boloch, Melech who was a grandson of Balak. Okay, now we're going to do, there's an amazing story about Rus and Bayas. When Rus comes to Bayas, Bayas gives her a special gift, six barley. Now the question is, what is this gift, six barley? If the six barley seeds, and an amazing gift, six barley seeds, who would like to have a gift, I'll give him six barley seeds, can hardly see it. Doesn't make sense, does it mean Six of barley, it's too heavy. So, what is this? So, the Gemara Sanhedrin, Sadi Bay, speaks about the amazing gift that, that Bayaz gave Rus when Rus came to him the first time and he gave her six barley seeds. So, might exceed what is the meaning of the posse that it says. Bayaz gave me these six barley seeds. What are these six barley seeds? Does it literally mean six barley seeds as a gift? That's a joke. Bayaz is a millionaire, a millionaire. And he's going to give six barley seeds, which are worth about 30 cents, a big gift. Shay maybe it means six of barley. That's too heavy. The chidarko shay is a woman like Ruth gonna go carry six of barley for too heavy. So six seeds make no sense, and six uh make no sense. So in the conclusion of the Gemara is that it's actually six seeds. And yes, it's a joke as a gift, but it has a deep significance. Let's say that Ebbe people came from the other end of the of the globe to get a dollar from the Rebbe. So what you flew the whole world to get a dollar? It's not the dollar, the dollar is nothing. The dollar was blessings. So these six seeds are a blessing. Rama's Remezlaw. He gave her a hint. These six barley seeds are because from Rus will come six amazing descendants. Shemizborim Bishesh Shesh Every one of these six amazing descendants have six blessings each. Who are the six descendants that Rus will have, each of whom will have six amazing blessings? They are David and Moshiach and Daniel Khananya of Vazaria. The Neil Khananya of Vazaria are the four children from Malchus based David, who were taken by Nebuchadnezzar into a special training program and they became top ministers. Hanani Mishal Bazaria went into the furnace to stop uh, serving idols. And Daniel later uh, became a senior minister till he became the top minister in the Babylonian and later in the Persian Empire. And Donil did it, it actually to the extent that it's actually mentioned about the identity of Moshiach that if it's from the live, it's from those who are dead. If Moshiach from those who passed away already, so the top candidate for Moshiach. Is Donil. So we see that Donil is an amazing person who was a descendant of Rus. Okay, where is the idea? So, what are we saying now? So, there's six, the six barley seeds that Rus receives is for six of her descendants who have six blessings each, which are David, Mashiach, Donil, Hanani, Mishal, Bazaria. David, how do you know David has six blessings? Dixiv, it says, when this is a story when David killed Goliath. And David was without armor and Shaul lent him his armor. And Shaul and David were not the same fit. Shaul was very tall and David was very short. So chances are it won't fit, but somehow it fit him perfectly, which Shaul took as a very bad sign that he was the one who would take over his kingdom. And he got jealous. And he asked <laughs> about his lineage. and <laughs> I saw actually correction. This passage is earlier, it's when they, he suggested a musician to play music, and he says, "I saw it son. but he already tried to get some jealousy there. He says, "Yedayar nagein," he knows to, to play music. he's strongish, he's in and the Gemara goes in great length to discuss the details of what each of these blessings are. says all this He's trying to get Shaul jealous of David. What does it mean, Yudea Nagi? Not yes, he's a musician. He does, he was a musician, but your day and lee you can ask him questions in Tayra, and he understands the question. Gibba, your day al-shav, he knows how to answer questions in Tayrah. Ishmu Khamasha Yude alise the leatin be Muhammad Shal Tayra. He knows how to argue in a yarn of Tayrah. Ish Tayyar, good looking, Shemaraponimba Allah. He gives good explanations in Allah. Navin Davar, Shameavin Davar, me tells Davar, he understands one thing from the other. And Hashem Imay. That halacha say halacha is always like him. So these are six amazing blessings. So, David, a descendant of Rus, the six barley seeds, is for six people that David is one of them who have six amazing blessings. And these six things that Dayek said about uh, David got Shaul jealous because B'kumu, on each one of them, Shaul says, Yohainasan beni kamoyu, Yohainasan my son has the same thing. When he says, Hashem imoy, that halacha is always like him. David Shaw felt weak, felt jealous, but he's be got jealous. So that's, and the Gemara goes on, but I'm cutting this short on each one of them, because I just want to go through that each of these six people have six blessings. Mashiach, there's a Pasuk, which we say every, um, we say this Pasuk every Yom before Kriyas Hatayra. Vinocha Olav Ruach Hashem, it'll rest on Moshiach Ruach Hashem, Ruach Chochma Obina, spirit of wisdom and understanding, Ruach spirit of advice and strength. Ruach Dasvi So we have over here six blessings, which will be uh, a Moshiach will be blessed with, which Mashiach is a descendant of Rus. Just an interesting note on these six blessings. If you look in the Yomtiv Davening, when we mention this pasik, it's in the right before Kriya's Ataira, where we say our name and our mother's name. And we say the this may this pasuk be fulfilled in us. And the question is asked, what do you mean this pasuk is going to be fulfilled in us? As the Gemara here clearly says, this pasuk is about Mashiach is going to have these six qualities. And I go on Yomte when there's an open order in Kiddush, and I ask Hashem that this blessing will be fulfilled in me. Do I imagine that I'm going to be Mashiach? Why do I ask this thing? So the explanation is given. By the Rebbe that the reason is because every one of us has a spark of Mashiach in us. So may it be revealed in us, the Mashiach in each one of us. By revealing the Mashiach in each one of us, we reveal Mashiach. Rashi just says, another two. It says that the uh, was looking for every single country for very qualified students who were young boys, who would be given a royal training program for three years, and hopefully would become Babylonian ministers. And the qualities we're looking at they have no blemish. They're good-looking. they're good at every study. they understand. actually, the discuss what's the difference. And they have the strength to stand in the king's court, which is to resist when they have to go to the bathroom. But nevertheless. The bottom line is that again, each of these four boys, the Neil, Hananya, Mishal, Vazari, have six blessings each. So, this is the significance of the barley Now, another medrash from Rus. Another medrash of Rus, which is in Rus Rabba, Parsha Bay's Yudalid. Naomi gives a blessing to Rus and Orpa, Yas Hashemi Mochem Chesed. Hashem should do with you kindness. So says Yaseh, the word is read yas without a hay but it's it's written yas but it's read it's read yas but it's written yaseh, with a hey. what is the significance here we'll soon see as hashem should do with you kindness kasher asisem im as you've done with the dead, Rus and Arpa were married to Naomi's sons, Machlin and Kilian. And you look after there for their tachichim. Vimodi Naomi had guaranteed the ksuba, which was a lot of money because they were from a wealthy family. And Rus and Arpa both for, uh, just get, were meichel the ksuba. They didn't chase it. Now, the greatest thing about Rus, more than everything else, was her kindness. The main goal of Megillus Rus is not to learn laws of purity impurity, not to learn laws of prohibited and permissible. But the main goal of Megillus Rus is why is it written? What amazing reward Hashem gives to people who do kindness. So the main message you should get from Megillus Rus is why did Rus have such merit? to have to be the ancestor of Governor HaMelech and the whole mouth was based on it. And Moshiach because she excelled in kindness. Certainly, as we read in Megil Nasrus and we read in Midrashim Rus had many, many qualities, but the quality that outweighs all of them was the extent of her kindness. The Matnish Kahuna brings, what I mean, the Mavatl she gave over, they gave the Ksubas to Naomi, maybe she was an olive. She guaranteed the Ksubas, they were in a far off land. Machlin and Kilian had no money. So when they signed the marriage documents, Nomi and Elimelech uh, signed the uh, guarantees, guarantors. The Matlis Kahuna brings also Yase. You may wonder why does it says Yase? why we, re- says Loshon with instead of Yase? see if it's written Yase. And the Remez is that Rus' blessing will be complete. So why does it say Yase without a hate? Because Arpa's blessing was not complete, even though Arpa also found peace and Arpa had a big family and four amazing giants. Nevertheless, the kindness that Hashem did with Arpa was not complete because her children were not Jewish, her four giants were anti-Semites who were killed by the Jews, and the rest will soon fall. So from Arpa's family, long-term, even the short-term, there was greatness. Long-term, there's nothing there. The medrash Hamavur brings that the greatest reward of the chesed was given to Rus. What is the greatest reward that Rus got for a chesed? To become imo shel malchus, that she is the mother of malchus based it Another in Rus, yitain Hashem lochem, Hashem should give you, Rebus, he says, all the good things and comforts that Hashem is going to give to Shlomi, as it says, vayitain halikim kochma lo So this amazing Shlomi, who had the greatest blessings ever, will be from Rus, which not only is it from Rus? But Rus actually lived to see Shlomo as a king, as we're soon going to see a Rashi and a Medrash, that Rus, even though Shlomo is a great, great grandson of Rus, Rus was very old, and she lived to see Shlomo on the throne, and the greatest glory of Shlomo Hamel. Another Medrash in Rus, Rabba Bateira Kimisan he he She saw she's desperate to go with her. Rabbi Huda Ben-Simon says, how much Hashem loves the converts! As soon as she decided to convert, even shenosna daitel is As soon as <coughs> Rus made a decision to convert, to become Jewish, he shva kosev The Torah puts her at equal level to Naomi. Naomi had been from the finest Jewish family and had been at Sadakis for many years. Ruz just now decided to become Jewish. Nevertheless. The hachlata of a ger to be megayed, if it's sincere, puts them straight away at the greatest level, as we did mention and will mention again about Tzrocha Hazayinah, that she gets through a hakadosh already before the gear, just from her decision to convert, even before she actually converts. Because you see, the trus is already an equal level to Naomi. She's still a guy, she's still not Jewish, and the hachlata, the decision to convert, already puts her at the highest level. There is a possek in Divrihayomalef. Imhamelech uh, Bimalachta They sat with the king in his work. And the Gemara in Bhababasra says this refers to Rus Hamayavia, Shlaimai Ben her grandson's grandson. Why a grandson's grandson? The Rus's son is Ayyvade. Ovid. Ayvate's son is Yishai, Yeshai is her grandson. Then David is a great-grandson. And Shloimei is a great, great grandson. And Shloimei is working. And Shloimei has in his throne room a special chair that Rus can come and watch Shloimei's greatness. As it says over there, when Basheva comes uh, concerning Yo, <laughs> she comes to see her son, Shloimei. It says, <laughs> So the Gemarim and Rashi brings it as well. That And emotional shall Malchus refers to Rus. Shleima is dealing with political issues with things that are relevant to all the yidin, and there's a special seat for Rus that Rus should have nafis to watch her Ura great, Urainakum, her great-great-grandson Shleima, as he is in his amazing wisdom leading Yisrael in the merit of all the amazing things Rus does. Now, now there's a Pasuk in Malachim. That's the same thing. This I forgot to write the reference, but it's Melochim Aleph Perek Mays. But Basheva Sheva came to Shlomo to speak on behalf of Adini And the king gets up in her honor, and he bows to her, and he puts and he sits on her throne. And he, at the same time, he looks after Bath Sheva. He makes a special cheer Leim Hamelach, and Leim Hamelach Vateishev Who is the Leim Hamelach? So says. It says in Gemara, mm-hmm. So Basheva, his mother, his mother comes. And meanwhile, his mother's there and making a request, but it has to be one person who always wanted to see everything that goes on by Shaimi was the great great grandmother of Rus. Okay. This is what I have prepared currently about Rus. I didn't prepare any more, but I'm going to go to some of the others. Uh, we did discuss uh, Basia the other week concerning Hagar Keturah. It's mentioned that the reason she's called Keturah, it says when the Avram remarried her, by Yosef Avram. It's by Isho Shmo Keturah, and it's mentioned why is she called Keturah? She Masel her deeds are beautiful as khetaydis, and also from the time that she left. Avram Koshra Pischa, she tied her opening, which means she never had any relations with any other man except for Avram, even though she was separated from Avram for many, many years. Yesterday we discussed last week, Sipaira, we should mention that Sipaira was Maisha's wife. It actually calls her Kiisha Kushis Loka, that she's an Ethiopian woman, and Rashi brings that just like Akushi, there's no dispute about the blackness of Akushi. There's no dispute about the amazing righteousness of Sipporah. We discussed the Bnei Keini, who were students of Yahweh's last week. Heber HaKaini is the husband of Yoel, Eishas Hever HaKaini. And Yoel, it says, Teveira, Minoshim, Yoel, Eishas Heber HaKaini. Yoel, the wife of Heber HaKaini, is more blessed than Noshim held than Oiel again for a wife. And Noshim Ba'oihel refers to sara Rifka Rochaleya, because Yoel, to save the Yidin risking her life to kill Sisra when Sisra was threatening the Jewish people. Ben Recha, we learned last week about he and his amazing family, the base Hodechovim. Rach uh, Hazoina. Rachov Hazoina, we should mention. Rachov uh, Hazoina was Irashi brings that she. Was 10 years old when the Jewish people left Mitzrayim. She's called Hazaina for a double reason. First of all, she sells Mitzrayim, she runs a little hotel. And second is that she's actually a Zaina. She's actually was a prostitute. And she was a prostitute financially uh, for 40 years. And Rashi brings an anglothok called Sarvin Bo El Hazaina. There wasn't any officer who didn't have a relationship with Rachav Hazayna. She had the top elite clientele, which is why she knew. That everybody's totally down and demoralized, which she told Kolev and Pinchas. Then Rachav Hazaina is she gets so inspired by the visit of the two spies, Kolev and Pinchas, that she gets a big his to do to And at that point, she has a ladder where the Noyafim, the adulterous men, used to come visit her, and she says that she decides to save them. She had personal motives, but she says, Rashi brings that she says, I sin with these, forgive me with these. And she does an amazing teshuvah. and shortly after that, um, the, she tells the spies to go to the mountain and hide for three days. And Rashi says, why? Because she saw in Ruach HaKadosh that they were chased for three days. So we see she hasn't even converted yet. She just made a decision to convert and already she's at such a high level that she has Ruach HaKadosh, which is similar to Rus, which we said that as soon as she made a decision to convert, she hasn't even converted. And she already has Ruach HaKodesh and Ruach Hazaina. there are eight Nevi'im She'im Koyhanim. Ruach Hazaina later marries Yeshua and there are eight Nevi'im She'im Koyhanim who are descendants of Ruach Hazaina, including the greatest Nevi'im like Yermiyo, Yefeskov, Baruch Ben-Eiriyo, etc. Which is quite amazing that, first of all, that Rochav Azaina marries Yeshua. Second of all, that she has these Nevi'im and Kehanim as her descendants, not in the merit of Yeshua, but in the merit of Rochav Azaina, because again, about Shuvah is higher than a Tzaddik, every convert is very high. Rochav Hazayna, who was even further, the further one is. And then they do Shuvah, the greater they become. And Rochav Hazayna was coming from the lowest of low. Last week we spoke about Yeser Hayishmeili, who was an Arab convert who was inspired by words of Yeshay and later how he used the sword in the base. Medrash, okay. Itai Hagiti was a person from Gaza who was very close. A guy from Gaza was close to David Amela, and he would always. The din is that um, if a guy who was was once, once served David one served idols, is Mavatal David it's mutar so David had Itai Hagiti being Mavato many avaidazores, and many of the things that David used in spoils of war, he was able to use because of Itai Hagiti. Later, during the rebellion of Avshalim, and many Jews turned against David. Itai Hagiti remains loyal to him, and Itai Hagiti has a whole army of Gitim, and he fights on behalf of David Hamelach against the son Afsholim and helps him win. And eventually, Itai Hagiti is Megair Namo Hamaynus. We discuss today. We discussed last week. And I think that we'll probably it's 916. So we'll leave it at this. And I'm going to wish everybody a lot of hatzlacha. I'd love to hear from everyone.